0: Welcome into Fantasy Football with Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my co-host, who is numb in the gums and numb to the Jets, Mozzie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which
1: one hurt more, the dentist <laughs> drilling into my teeth and their nerves for two hours, or watching the Jets in primetime.
0: I mean, we're, we're going to get another sample of that uh, this weekend, so <laughs> you'll, yeah. you'll have some good comparison. they perfect. Yeah. And a nice with, with, pain sandwich. <laughs> With the dentist, it's, it's not always, like, the during, because, like, like I said, usually you're numb, or, like, if they're doing something really intensive, they'll, like, do, like, the lidocaine injection. It's just, like, the after, when your jaw is super sore, and then, like, once the numbing wears off, you're like, ah, fuck, that hurts. Yeah.
1: Mine are okay. I think mostly because my teeth were okay for some reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She's like, when was the last time you went to the dentist? I said, I think Obama was president. <laughs> <laughs> She just kind of looked at me like, all right, this is going to be a fun one. And then after she's like, you don't have any cavities, but you do have some gum inflammation. So like, we're going to get that taken care of, but you don't need the deep cleaning. I'm like, that's cool.
0: Mm. (laughs) Nice. Taking good care of those teeth, man. It's important. Yeah, I do brush. I got good brush, good brushies for the the circles. (laughs) Yeah, I need to get a uh, water pick because I'm really bad about remembering to floss and it's those things like, when you think of it, you're like, I don't want to do that right now. I want to get in bed. And so, <laughs> apparently, like, the, you can get, like, water picks that you can use in the shower. I'm like, that would be great for me. Just, like, add it right into the routine there. To add it like, a couple minutes and just pew,
1: pew, pew. Yeah, I despise flossing. And part of that is because, like, I had my jaw severed when they took out my wisdom teeth. So, my jaw doesn't oh. open that wide. So, I just, like... If I floss, I inevitably will like get a jaw cramp that it doesn't go away for like half an hour. So I just hate it. So oh. I have a water pick. That's what I use. Oh yeah. I do you love it? And I I asked them straight up. I said, "Is a water flosser the same as regular flossing?" They said, "No, but it is better than not
0: flossing." I said, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's the that's the <laughs> point. Even if it's like eighty percent, it's still better than zero. So yeah, we'll take it. Anyway, Magic. we're talking about flossing because some of these games are, are pretty painful to, to go yeah. through. <laughs> uh, starting with Indy and New England over in Frankfurt. We got that 9.30 game to wake up to. And uh, I think it's okay if we want to sleep in for this one. Yeah, uh, I know Last I week's will. was fun, but <laughs> this one we've got. We both have Indy winning. Uh, 43 total, Indy favored by two. I, I can't pick like After New England didn't beat the Commanders last week, I just don't think I can pick them anymore. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. They lost to Washington at yeah. home. Now, like they... Belichick
1: will feel right at home in Germany. He is he is like the spitting image of like a, a German grandfather.
0: I was really wondering where that was going. That could have gone two <laughs>
1: ways. I know, and I did want to like <laughs> incept that idea in with the start of that, but not go there.
0: <laughs> he does kind of look like a German grandpa, I agree. Yeah, likes his hard candies probably. <laughs> I don't know what but, kind of um, hard candy they eat there.
1: Oh, he's definitely an original Warther's guy, right?
0: Um, I could see
1: that, or like, I could see him liking licorice. He definitely likes. He loves
0: <laughs> that weird candy that no Good one else thinks is candy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he that guy fucking has a, probably a jar of Good and Plenty's on his desk. And he offers or like,
1: you like, "Oh, you want
0: one?" And you're like, "No," and he's like, "Good." I bet, I bet he and Tom Brady bonded over licorice because licorice is apparently like good for your stomach, I guess. Like if it's just like the raw licorice. So I bet they like chomped on licorice together coming up with plays. Gross. <laughs> licorice is the worst flavored candy. The licorice jelly beans are terrible. The worst is when you think it's going to be watermelon. Like because it's almost oh, the same color yeah. as licorice. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not huge on the cinnamon ones, but those aren't as bad. The licorice is just actually not good. Anyway, um, <laughs> back to this. So, Jonathan Taylor's been really annoying lately, the last two games in the second half. Um, two games ago, they just, like, stopped giving him the ball. I don't know if he was gimpy a bit. They just decided they wanted to keep on a touch count or what. He Like, he had gotten 20 the touches the week before and then nothing. Then last week, he bought out in the first half, and then there were, there were two defensive touchdowns. <laughs> they got a huge lead. They were just running out clock, and that was kind of where... His game went that time, so it's not—it's not been like he's getting bottled up. It's just been weird circumstances that have influenced it. So I'm, I'm still on board with JT here. Um, so aside from the obvious, um, and is there any particular spot you're leading in this game? Um, I guess I'll go through injuries first. New England's gonna be missing Trent Brown, uh, JC Jackson, and Devonte Parker, who's still concussed. Um, and then let's see questionable. Um, they got a lot of questionables, but. They got limited Friday, so I'm, I'm expecting all of them to go. The most important one I think would be Christian Barmore, if uh, he's not able to go. But okay. Yeah, that was probably, really
1: weird. Sorry, my like controller, like for my PS5, just started
0: making a lot of noise. So it's under it's a calling right for you. Now. <laughs> it's funny. Um, the and then for the Colts, Josh Downs didn't practice Friday, so he's probably still out and yeah. then uh julius brents their upside outside corner who was kind of decent like to actually doing okay and then drew ogletree tight end are out as well so yeah it's kylan uh, granson day probably yeah it's one of those things where the pats don't have the personnel to take advantage of the cold sweetness and that's kind of one of the main things like if Devontae parker were in i'd be like actually like wait play Devontae parker but yeah. they don't—they don't have an outside guy. Like all their guys are slot guys masquerading as, as outside guys. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not really feeling the receivers. They the pass ran a ton of uh, 12 personnel last week. I'll, I'll pull that back up. But yeah, who, who are you feeling in this game in particular, if anybody?
1: Um, I don't really want any Patriots because most of the guys I even like on that team are out. I guess Hunter Henry is still in, but like. He might just be an option by proxy of being one of the only guys still
0: in. <laughs> uh... So, I've got I've got a funny one for you. Um, Demario That's Douglas second. got the most snaps last week for the Patriots at receiver. Who do you think got the second most? Um, Ragoor. Yep.
1: Was it Ragoor?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he did nothing. So. <laughs> the fuck does Belichick see in some of these wideouts, man? I don't know. It's really funny. So, the, there's a <laughs> chance maybe we get more Tyquan Thornton because he had, like, just come back. <clears throat> That's kind of the only thing. So, if you're in a real pinch in the Mario Douglas, I don't hate it in PPR leagues, but it's not ideal. Yeah. Uh, Gasecki played 86% of the snaps, and Hunter Henry played 88% of the snaps. So, they were doing a buttload of 12 personnel yeah, last were. week. Wow. Which sucks, because, like, this is another matchup where you want to take advantage of the secondary, and they can't. Yep. So... I don't know, maybe he'll put Giseki out wide. I mean, it's, like, just put him in the slot. <laughs> right. Watch him and Kenny Moore go at it. That'd be that'd be really funny, actually. I want to see that. Yeah, um, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, I, I mean, Pittman, like, it's pretty much JT Pittman is the Colts at this point. Yeah. That That's most of the team, right there. And with the Pats, like you can, I guess you could put in Armadre and Hunter Henry, but that's not super exciting.
1: Yeah, I mean they have to
0: throw the ball to someone. Yeah, I mean the, the Colts' Rundy's been weaker with um, I forget his name, but who got suspended? Grover. Yeah. Grover Stewart. Yeah. Stewart. Yeah. Six games.
1: Yeah. This game sucks.
0: Mm-hmm. Sorry, so. Germany.
1: You got You did get a great
0: game, so. <laughs> we give and we take. That's uh, foreign <laughs> policy there. So, next up we've got Cleveland of Baltimore. Uh, we both have Baltimore in this one. Um, the total is thirty-eight. Baltimore favored by six and a half.
1: It's a pretty high spread. I understand that Baltimore has boat raced everybody, so I'm not saying it's undeserved. But for a divisional game against a really good defense, I think that spreads a little too high. Just for me.
0: Yeah, it's it, when the total is that low. I yeah, it's it's kind of hard to parsic is it, okay you're, they're, you're thinking they're saying yeah baltimore wins by essentially a touchdown what's that going to end up what it's going to be 24 17 that's even too high 21 i'm the math's really hard right now but yeah it's basically low scoring, 21 17 that gives you 38 that's only four yeah so it's basically saying there's going to be a weird outcome that's why it took me a long time to get there i'm like wait this is implying a weird outcome which I think is fair in this game, given you know, given the matchup. Um, oh, yeah. Injury-wise, uh, Cleveland, Marlon Humphrey's questionable. He's been limited the last two days. Um, we've got a few other guys listed as questionable, but they got in fulls on Friday, so that's always a positive. Mm-hmm. That's Morgan Moses, who I think missed last week. And then he did, uh, yeah. Keaton Mitchell, who bought out last week. He has been limited with a the hammy, then got a full on Friday. And then for Cleveland... Um, more, you know, more receiver depth out with David Bell and Marquise Goodwin out. And then DeJuan Jones is uh, also out. And then questionables are out, Greg Newsom and Pierre Strong. Greg Newsom got hurt. um I don't know if it was last week or before, but missing him was kind of important. So if he's back, that's pretty big for them, in keeping this close. And they
1: uh, they lost Jedrick Wills last week for four. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, he, he went on IR, right? Four,
1: yeah, I think he's done for the years.
0: He probably he had a knee injury. Um Yeah, he's getting knee surgery, so he's probably done of the year yeah which does. sucks and that's not what you want against baltimore and like cleveland's cleveland's lines kind of down a couple guys now
1: yeah because they lost uh their right tackle conklin early now they've lost uh-huh. their left tackle um and they just lost their right tackle dwan jones who was the rookie backup for conklin so they're actually pretty fucked on the tackle aspect
0: and that's just what you want against uh Baltimore. Baltimore gets a ton of pressure. Yeesh. Yeah, I mean, at least at least they've got their three interior guys. But yeah, being being hurt at tackle is not. It's in general not good, and Baltimore's defense has been wrecking everybody. So um, in this game, so this is one I identified that was kind of interesting. So this looks like a weirdly enough a run fuddle for uh, Baltimore a bit. the The Browns have been really weird this year on defense. Because they've had some like they've dominated a lot and then they've had two games where like they randomly got beat up by Indy and I think it was Seattle. Um, and so it's they're kind of a tough parse. Oh god, I've got so many folders in here. This is this is tough to manage. I need to I did put some on my desktop. It's all organized, there's just a lot. Like I have everything labelled and numbered fine. So um plus back up. Yeah, the line matchups it's a big file. So Baltimore's got... Their adjusted line yards looks not good. But everything else, all the other metrics are pretty solid for them. Like power run, open field yards, um, second level, running back yards, run DVOA. Like all that looks good except adjusted line yards. So basically it's like if Baltimore can get past that first level, they'll be set. Which I think is a negative for Gus, a positive for Keaton Mitchell. I would probably put that way. Yeah. Because... Like, Gus is all about that, just, like, kind on of a first-level push. And, you know, like, if if he's got the leg, he'll take it, but he's not going to, like, break away like like Mitchell will. And they've they been pretty, pretty open about him getting more awards, like the running back coach pretty much said, like, hey, we're going to give him more. So the full practice for him is, is a good sign. It's not – I don't know if it's a DFS move if I take, but if you're desperate at running back like I am in a league or two, then I don't I don't mind it yeah i'm here for it i think that's what baltimore
1: is going to try to do is run 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 all over them because they played um earlier in the year right uh
0: and i believe so it wasn't like it was or like something? the
1: one game baltimore rushed for 130 yards on him yeah I mean, and it was split does, yeah i yeah.
0: was week four was that pj walker or who was that oh, i was dtr poor guy yeah. That's right. He got one shot, and they're like Baltimore, crushed you. We're done. <laughs> it's like wait, right. it's not fair.
1: <laughs> I was told we were. I was playing like two hours ago. This is bullshit, man. Yeah, I feel yeah. bad for him.
0: Yeah, oh, man. Melvin Gordon was playing that game. That feels like an eight, like ages ago. What a fever dream, right? <laughs> um, but um, f- 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 funnel things aside, Mark Andrews is the guy I want here. Yep, This the, is an Andrews kind of match. So. Up. I've been hearing a lot of people talk about the tight end matchup, and apparently the Browns are really good against tight ends. I've not dug into that, but it, and that doesn't track is the weird thing. Like it seems like they shouldn't be. So I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull up their tight end matchup because I, I I hadn't gone through it yet because I forgot until just now. But let's look at who they faced. They faced Irv Smith, Muth, Chig, Mandrews who balled out. Kittle only got one. That's like that's probably scooping it a lot. Then they faced the Colts who don't have a tight end they used. And then Noah Fant and Trey McBride. Like they've just not played anyone and the one solid one. Well, I guess I, I, holding Kittle in check, cool. But I think they still got run all over, or was that the game that someone got hurt? I'm trying to remember. But yeah. Basically, like they've just not played anybody.
1: Yeah, I so. think part of the reason is because um
0: Oh yeah, the Browns oh, yeah, be playing. Beat them, playing
1: is, it's Yeah, if your tight end is also your blocker against pressure, then you need to double-team Garrett. Yeah. So I don't think it's necessarily, like, a bad secondary matchup for the tight end. I think it's more of just they get relegated to blocking. Mm -hmm. And that's what Patrick Ricard is for.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the Ravens love going to tight end. They love getting the pullback (laughs) in there. Yeah, so... I, I expect, like, I, I'm i not saying he'll get two touchdowns again, but I expect him to have a receiving role and do well. Like, the middle of the field's still open. The problem is just, yeah, like, there's not always much. And then Trey McBride had Clayton Toon thrown to him and still got three <laughs> for 22. So that's that's honestly a win, I'm going to say. <laughs> and then the but. other thing to consider is, you
1: know, who's the one team that's actually run on Cleveland. It's the Ravens, and I tend to, to like the running back tight
0: end. Uh, I don't know what you would call it.
1: They just—they both usually
0: do well in positive game scripts, is kind right. of the thing, yeah. I guess
1: Indy k- kind of had a good rushing day, but that game was also really fucky.
0: Not Indy in also day. has, like, a weird smorgasbord of tight ends that they sometimes use <laughs> at best. So, yeah, it's, like, not really... The gamut of players they face has not been something that makes me, like, scared. I think it's just happenstance and, like you said, blocking assignments.
1: Yeah, like, if you're, like, that's that makes a lot of sense for why Kittle wouldn't have a good day, right? Because Kittle's also yeah. a vicious blocker. And huh. if he has to block Miles Garrett, then no, he's not going to be getting open.
0: Yeah, because I, I, I'd have to look if they were missing Trent Williams that game. I don't know. Um, is there anyone in Cleveland you'd like at all? I was going to say, that's the game he got hurt, so he did miss
1: that game, like, the second half of it. I think he came back in, though, off adrenaline. He missed probably, like, the third quarter. Um, In terms of
0: Cleveland... uh... So Trent Williams did play most of Cleveland, yeah, but then he missed the next two weeks. So he was playing Gimpy. Yep.
1: Um... I don't know. After talking about Jedrick Wills, Jack Conklin, and Dewan Jones all being out, I kind of uh, regret even saying that I don't like the spread that much.
0: After we talk through it you're like, ah, maybe.
1: Now I kind of think the Ravens might just roll them.
0: Well, yeah. their
1: defense is so good that it's pretty hard to roll them, but I do think you could have, like, a six-field goal Tucker game. Yeah, you that's, know, where, like...
0: This- The spread's implying a
1: lot of kicks. (laughs) Baltimore scores like 20. It's like 22-16, and it's 22 because, like, Justin Tucker just kicked, like, six field goals or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Yeah. And they got two safeties or something. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to put Tucker
1: in there. It's at home, and this is a a classic AFC North slobber-knocking defense game
0: yeah the uh the only brown i would consider here i think is amari cooper just because he's really good but otherwise yeah not really feeling it i but. do think things get interesting if uh marlon humphrey sits yeah that that would definitely help cooper for sure because mm-hmm. he is their best corner mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's gonna be a, a lot of a lot of defense that game but next up we've got houston at cincy here a lot of injuries in this one the big one is t higgins's uh Going to be sitting. I think Jamar is going to play. He's been limited the last two practices. Um, back, I mean, everyone saw him fall on his back during the game. The yeah, I mean, as game, much so. as I
1: hate Collinsworth, he did say right after that, I've been there before. He
0: is not going to move tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, like, it's basically like, how's he feagle? Can they get him feeling okay, limber enough, go from there? I think he's going to play. I don't know how effective will be, but my lead is he goes. Um, then also we've got Sam Hubbard out, um, and then Josh uh, Tipou, Um he's doubtful on, on their D-line. so He's been one of their better defensive players, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And then for Houston, missing Nico Collins, that's the main one there. It's pretty important for them. It looks like Robert Wood's back, so at least it's downgrade, but at least you're getting one back in. Uh, Steven Nelson's not expected to play for the Texans. And then Damian Pierce is not coming back. Andrew Beck. Kaimi Fairbairn. Um, and then some of their tight end depth. Jimmy Ward, all out. Um, Henry Tooto is also out with a concussion. So, lot a lot of guys hurting. And then Jerry Hughes Damn. is questionable as well. Yeah, they are beat the fuck up. Holy crap. Yeah. They had like a brief bit of being healthy. Yeah. And then no, so yes, yeah, um, so we are both taking Cincy, yeah. Even I
1: think I'm gonna take him to cover. Yeah, cover. I don't think this is that close of a game.
0: Even if the teams were healthy, I would say like this was under. But with with all the injuries and with how Cincy's defense matches up with Houston, like it's it's not a great spot for Houston. Like we saw Houston struggle against Carolina, and it needs to be something similar this week because <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Since, since he's good against the pass, like, that's kind of their thing. Like that's why they that's why they beat the Bills. <laughs> like so and now that AGD's back there so ADG's back, they're better against the run as well and not like Houston can run. So Houston's gonna kinda have to pass and they're gonna face a lot of trouble with it. Now the the upside, or I guess like the silver lining is that uh Hubbard's out, so that makes their life a little easier up front and uh, to Poe. But they still have got you know Hendrickson, Reader, Hill. So it's it's not going to be an easy time for Houston this week. I'm I'm not really about this game. Um, I guess the main question at this point is like, what's your trust level in Chase right now? I think he'll be fine. I don't think it's a.
1: I think it's more of like a pain management thing. Um, kind of like you went off the high dive into a pool, but then the pool froze. And you just like landed on your back, you know, where like, you're okay. It just really fucking hurts. You got smacked.
0: You, you belly flopped on
1: the football field, basically. But, yeah. So yeah, I think he just needs some, uh, some
0: vitamin T. You know?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm with you. I'm taking the under, I'm taking Cincy to cover. Um, Stroud obviously had an amazing game last week and props to him for that. This is going to be a really tough one.
0: Yeah, it's not like in wonderful. I was looking at uh, like so, like looking at how this game funnels. Like this does go to a spot where like Houston is gonna be like in a position where they need to pass based on like how the defenses line up. But the problem is that like since his defense is, you
1: know, they're really good at getting yeah. turnovers.
0: Yeah, and then now Houston's missing lot. Nico. Yeah, so I, I I think it's gonna be a thing where it. Does it quite pan out that way? I think it's just they're going to not be able to run. They're going to have to pass, and it's going to be tough. Like I'll still get his like at points, but I think it's going to be since he doing well. And I like the Cincy defense at DFS this week. They're only like two eight on DraftKings. They're one of my one of my favorite picks actually because a lot of a lot of ownerships going towards uh, like this game now with guys out. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so you know, people might go back to Singletary. I'm not sure on that one, but like Trenton our one's going to get some love. Like. It, like all the other guys Joe Mixon
1: should probably get a lot of love
0: yeah he's like mega chalk right now um yeah. <laughs> which that's that one's reasonable there for sure but like i'm just thinking since the defense makes sense it's kind of my thing i'm like oh when well, there's a popular game that i think is not gonna be great like take a defense or take a running back and since at least one running back is popular i'm just gonna go with the cincy defense and hope that kind of takes the reins I wish there was a reliable single tight end for the Bengals I could pick,
1: because I would love them this game. But Irv, between but... Irv Smith, Tanner Hudson, and Drew Sample, they use all of them, and which one it is really seems to vary.
0: Yeah, Tanner Hudson was a, a preseason darling when he was on the Bucks yeah. for a bit. <laughs> he was my guy. I don't know, maybe Irv Smith gets two. He was like the, the one. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, you can hope for it. Yeah, they, they they got they got all four tight ends involved last week. That's hilarious. It's so troll. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah it looks like Trent Narrowan will step up a lot and then uh Yo- Yoshiva's got some work as well. So Yoshi. it's a great name. <laughs>
1: but
0: anything else with this game or like I as, do you have any love for anyone on Houston in particular? Like if you have to pick Schultz or receiver, or are you kinda just not feeling it a ton.
1: Um, I would probably still go with like tank because tank just needs one. And so this to me this screams like a CJ Stroud throws it fifty times. It probably has like a thirty for fifty stat line with pr- probably like three hundred fifty yards, um, a touchdown or two and like two interceptions. Like I think this is a kind of a Jameis game
0: <laughs> stat
1: line wise. Like a shit ton of throws, a lot of yards, but picks in there as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe more of like a
0: Favre stat line. I <laughs> could evoke a lot of names for this one, but yeah, yeah. That that's that's kind of situation choice. Where I like a defense though where there's a lot of passing attempts. They're they're not going to be able to run well, and they're missing a key receiver. So yeah, and it's it's a talented defense. So yeah, I'm I like the Cincy defense here. This be one, one of my favorite this week just because of the leverage you're going to get at least on DraftKings but next up we've got San Fran and Jacksonville we both have San Fran here uh 44 and a half total San Fran's three-point favorite um they're off the buy we kind of think Jacksonville is sort of frauds yeah (laughs) um injury-wise though Jacksonville um it will will be missing Zay Jones again um they were talking about maybe putting him on IR too so I was kind of confused like is he is done is good I don't know so we'll hold off for next week uh, for him There are a lot of questionables with Campbell Cisco uh Ezra Cleveland and Daniel Thomas uh, Ezra Cleveland was a great grab for them I was still kind of confused by that trade I know that was when you were a little baffled by yeah I, I don't get it <laughs> I feel like they could have gotten more for him but way more he's
1: the only guard that was traded the whole day yeah nor <laughs> like every team needs more linemen. Every, every uh, team. <laughs> and he was, what, a second or third rounder?
0: Yeah, I thought he was, like, good. That's why I was confused. So... Round two,
1: pick 58, yeah.
0: But, anyway, Stan Fran, um, Aaron Banks, their guard, and then uh, Debo Samuel's back. Debo... That's that's a big one. That's kind of the main thing, I guess, on that. Um, Trent Williams and Hargrave are listed as questionable. They got some limited zoom, so I think they'll play. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're saying Williams is, like, a real questionable, which
0: kind of stinks but i think hmm. he's gonna go yeah because he did miss two weeks but then they got the bye so That'd yeah be a long time uh yeah this game i don't know i i
1: hate that it's in jacksonville because fucky shit happens in
0: Jacksonville. <laughs> that fucking lion man <laughs> or jaguar sorry wrong jungle cat i always mix those up <laughs> <That> <laughs> what big <laughs> cat so i made you think of robbie was sir purr <laughs> Was that sir a bear? Per. It's like, sir, Purr. Y'all call him that. <laughs> <laughs> <That's his name. laughs> um, but anyway, so the the way you beat San Fran is having a good pass protect and getting to their secondary. And I don't know if I trust Jacksonville to do that.
1: I'm a little worried about that. Yeah. Um, Anton Harrison has been a really good rookie for the Jags, so I'll give them that. But well, Cam he, Robinson... Was he rookie this
0: year or was he their pick last year?
1: He was their pick this year. Gotcha. Because that was who the Jets could have taken. Um, <laughs> and I think about that a lot. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't love what Jacksonville's like... Because I'm wondering how ETN is going to get used in this. Is kind of where I'm trying to get to.
0: A lot. It's not very easy <laughs> to run on sand. No, I... I think it's gonna be a lot of uh, Etienne and Evan Ingram this week, is what I'm Because <laughs> like, if you can if you can hold up against San Fran, you can get your receivers going. If you can't, you're gonna be Dinkin and Duncan. I lean they can't, and so that's why I'm thinking you know off the buy. No, maybe no as your Cleveland, maybe the Matt Avenue who knows? But their L line's not been great this year, <laughs> and you're going against yeah. San Fran. So I lean you're gonna struggle a bit. Um, if they're able to hold up, that's great for like Calvin Ridley because he can fucking torch their corners. Right. But like Charverius Ward and you know the Humidor Lenoir whatever <laughs> the Armor that's what I'm <laughs> the, looking for
1: the Humidor
0: armoire. <laughs> like they're not gonna they are not going they can not hold either receiver in check. So like if anything like this this is more of a Ridley game than a Kirk game because like they've got Isaiah Oliver in the slot, but their outside corners are. <laughs> trash this year, so... Right. I would say Ridley over Kirk, but I just had the concern of, like, how does their line hold up? That's the drawback.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's about where it's at. <laughs> they didn't have a bye, did they? The Jags?
0: Uh, I don't think so. They just had a bye. Okay. Oh, did they? Okay. They also did. So they're both off a bye. I, I have no comment on Pug Dieterson after buy. bye. I don't have any reference for him. I don't either. <laughs> but... Yeah, like Calvin Ridley, uh, he's someone who kind of fits in a bit on the overdue front, and he's also super cheap on DraftKings. He's like five six, so I'm I'm going back and forth a lot on like if I think this line will hold up, just because he's in a great spot individually, but team wise it's not looking it's it's tough, it's tough choice. It all
1: really does depend on if the line holds up, because the Jaguars run that play action game. And if it does hold up, then they will be able to get ETN out there uh, mm-hmm. with the play action as well, which is really big. That opens up a lot of things. But if they can't, then they just fall apart.
0: Yeah. I, I do like I do like Ingram regardless, though. Um, he doesn't block. <laughs> yeah. As you know. So um, he'll have the chance to, like, get the short targets. Because Evan Ingram has been, like, yakking everything this year. They're just getting him the ball short and letting him run after the catch. I don't know. I don't remember the exact number, but a lot of his yards after the catch. He has, like, 40 catches or, like, something like that and 400-something yards and no touchdowns still. (laughs) So, he is overdue on the touchdown front by yardage, but he's, like, he. in fairness, like, he's not getting looks that would result in touchdowns. So, yeah, he's got... uh, 434 yards 51 catches uh 289 of his yards are yak and then no touchdowns like his adot's only four he's getting like the dink and duck and then run after so it makes sense that he doesn't have a touchdown yet but it's it's a little it's a little a little over the top at this point for him so yeah for san fran uh McCaffrey is good he is good and then <laughs> whenever it's it's hard when everyone's healthy to like pick one
1: gotta go debo debo wants to get back out there
0: i i was leading debo but i couldn't i think he really missed debo their offense did for sure yeah like he, he adds an element of having to account for so much bullshit that <laughs> like when he's not there it's somebody like it, you guard iuke just try to stuff the run and that makes it a lot easier when, like when debo's out there there's he adds the fright on both dimensions of it so yeah i mean they were definitely a lot worse without him. So I'm sure they're welcoming him back. I couldn't place it exactly, but I was so something inside of me. Like the intuition was like, yeah, it's a Debo like matchup," And I, I can't figure out why exactly. Right. But I, it's hard to explain, I guess. Maybe they just aren't very good at
1: tackling and we've kind of witnessed that subconsciously. And it's just like, Oh yeah. Debo's going to make them look like
0: idiots. Oh, I, I do have a missed tackles per game right here. Um, Jacksonville is ninth worst, so they're not they're not stellar at it. Uh, right now, the worst is actually Houston.
1: Hmm.
0: So I guess the Jets. So, nice. <laughs>
1: yeah, they were awful last week. Holy shit, they couldn't
0: tackle anybody. Oh, they couldn't do anything right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really? it wasn't just the tackling; it was it was all the stuff. So, yeah, this this gives a little tough to part. I I have a better time figuring out like what Jacksonville needs to do but I feel like San Fran when they have everyone healthy so multi-dimensional it's hard to kind of pin something down unless there's like a glaring hole which there's not anything glaring matchup wise so yeah
1: the only thing is if Trent Williams sits that does
0: we've seen like San Fran's
1: not the same team without him
0: no especially like run game wise yeah um yeah Jacksonville's defense is very like even yeah They've got some guys at each position is basically
1: the best way I can put it. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and they don't have Aiden Hutchinson. So uh, next up, (laughs) next up, we've got a game we can probably get through pretty quickly. Green Bay at Pittsburgh. Uh, I want nothing to do with this game. Oh, I agree. This game is horrid uh, (laughs) on like all fronts. Pace, matchups, like all the stuff. Um, Taking Pittsburgh. Of course they're going to win. Yeah, it's it's a it's a sub forty total. So I'm gonna take Pittsburgh. Like I yep. feel like that tracks. <laughs> that's that's their sweet spot. And Jordan yep. Love has been bad. Like this matchup, uh, low pace, low no huddle rate, low pass rate, um, bad pace. Just like nothing's good about it. Jordan like, no Love one's, sucks. Kenny Pickett sucks. No one's got a good matchup. Like it's <laughs> it's not enticing. The
1: I guess Najee technically has a decent matchup because the Steelers O line learned how to run block last week. Okay,
0: yeah, if they can keep running blocking again, this this won't show up in the stats because it just happened once. Because they for so <laughs> the if they fire the rest first of the time, year. yeah, <laughs> they haven't had that line combination yet. They haven't had uh, Jones and Moore and James Daniels in at the same time yet this year for more than like four snaps or something in a given game. So. This was their first full game together, and I guess that was like the magic combo they needed.
1: Sheesh, God, it was painful.
0: Yeah, I was, uh, and like it was Tennessee too. So like, I was, I had no fucking clue what it was like. I was like, where did this come from? Why is this happening?
1: <laughs>
0: it was so weird. So, I mean, yeah, if they can do that again, then yeah, this game screams uh,
1: Steelers defense and run game to me. They, I think as the, long as they can
0: keep the run blocking
1: up, which I think they will be able to.
0: I will say Devontae has got Deonte has gotten a buttload of targets lately. But I guess I don't know if this is like the exact spot for that to really turn into a lot again like it did last week. For Green Bay, um I mean, Aaron, okay, Aaron Jones got a lot of work last week. I think that's like the one thing we can look at is like, yeah, like Aaron Jones is getting a lot of touches and Pittsburgh has been really um they're they're prone to some big plays, and I think Aaron Jones. If if you're gonna play any Packer, he'd be the one. Yeah. Because it doesn't Jair really is gonna be Love. out. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I looked at the injuries that. So is Jair out? Yep. And Quay Walker. Ooh. So I mean, no Jair that would that helps out Deontay Pickens, of course. But the no, no no Quay Walker is big for um yeah potential Najee there. So. Yo, I think Steelers D might be uh, a banger. I mean, because yeah. look at this Packers
1: <laughs> O line. Their left tackle, center, and right guard are questionable. Oh, that's
0: on top of other guys
1: already being out.
0: Mhm. They uh, they are missing Minka again though, and they were so bad without him. Holy shit. Yeah, Minka does is like their turnover guy. Their their communication was awful at him too. Like, I'm sure with with time of you know, John in there instead, like they'll figure it out. <laughs> like, they, they've had time to, to figure to get through it, but still, it was so bad. Um, they're also going to missing Montrevious Adams, their their nose tackle there. So Yeah,
1: the God, who Benton played well. He was their draft
0: pick that we all uh-huh. knew was going to be good. Steelers hate playing their good rookies.
1: <laughs> they really do.
0: Like, they wouldn't get Jones in there right away. They wouldn't get Porter in there right away. Like, they're not getting her big much run. Like, they finally got Benton in when Montrevious got hurt. Like... <laughs> tomlin tomlin's very like he he's a player's coach except he's very old school in that sense it's kind of random um if jordan love didn't suck shit this year i'd say christian watson makes sense here because he individually does with minka out it's pittsburgh who allows all these big plays like he's got a huge corner matchup over like if like if he gets on pappy he's winning right now but yeah Jordan Love's not seeing it is the problem. Like Joey Porter is actually a good corner to put on Watson. So like in those situations, no. But yeah. like if if Watson gets on pat beat, he's winning. But Jordan Love, but Jordan Love. Yep. So, yeah, I not super feeling this game. No, but I do think the
1: Steelers defense though is probably not super expensive. I don't know.
0: But, I think they just stay expensive because they're the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Yeah, I think it's just one of those BM things that they do, even if it doesn't isn't merited. All right, let me take a gander here. So they are 38 on DraftKings. That's pretty high. Um, that is pretty high. You might as well just take Dallas at that point. Yeah, I, honestly, <laughs> um, Steelers are OK. They're cheaper on FanDuel compared to they're 43 on FanDuel. Um, but the problem is the 40 ers are 41 there. So I, I feel like I'd rather just go there. I
1: think if you're gonna spend, unless you're gonna go super cheap on defense, you might as well just go Dallas because Dallas could potentially get forty points.
0: Yeah, like, oh, yeah, that's pretty, pretty, like on Fanduel, um, I think yeah, like if you once you get up a four k, like if five two is a lot for a defense, like it is. Yeah, but like it's understand yeah, Dallas is getting
1: twenty points of defense
0: this week. <laughs> And then uh, on, on draft on drafting, I think it's almost easier because they're they're 44 there, um. So like it the the Bengals are 28, um. That that'd be my cheaper option. I go, but yeah, if I don't go with them and I pay up, the Cowboys are 44. They have, have been on my mind a lot. <laughs> the uh, The first Giants game, they got 37. So I th- I think that's reasonable. Again, not that they're gonna, but I think it's in a, it's in the very real range of outcomes yeah so
1: be yeah, anyone else from this game
0: <laughs> um no no yeah. next up we've got new orleans at minnesota you're taking minnesota i think i will as well but this game is fuckery and reincarnate i guess um <laughs> yeah is it incarnate or reincarnate i think it's incarnate but i'm gonna say reincarnate incarnate. because <laughs> we've we've had multiple instances of this game being fuckery so i'm saying that gay that fuckery games are just reincarnating over and over um, I mean, that's true. Every time these two play
1: each other, there is some fuckery.
0: Afoot. Mm-hmm. And now Valley there's gate, extra fuckery. Minnesota Miracle. I say Minneapolis Miracle, I should say. Um, yeah. And now we've got uh, Joshua Dobbs here. So New Orleans is three-point favorites <laughs> on the road here. 41-point total. They should, in theory, be able to take advantage of Minnesota's secondary. But the timing's not been there. And I don't know when it's going to be there. It, if They got some connection last week. But that's the Bears' secondary. I mean, the Minnesota secondary is a little better. Their Let's defense is come on some. Doesn't look like
1: they're missing anybody that's really huge defensively. Um,
0: yeah, Minnesota, like aside aside from Kirk going down, like they haven't had like a ton of. Oh, okay, Kirk and Jefferson have gotten hurt, and those have been huge. But otherwise, they've like <laughs> been fairly healthy, which is yeah, kind of funny. Yeah, rest of their
1: roster is pretty healthy, all things considering.
0: Yeah, like it looks like Darius Soltz should play um osborne questionable getting through concussion protocol so keep an eye on him um jaron hall won't be playing so i'm not sure who they're i guess is is nick mullins back off ir like i for, think he can be designated to return yeah but i haven't seen anything on him so i think it's tanner morgan maybe Geesh.
1: oh tanner so, morgan
0: from stanford right i so. someone else i'll anyway. pull him up right now yeah so um, yeah, like, yeah, it's not it's not Jaren Hall. He's not playing. So I guess it maybe it's Sean Mannion. That might be. They're oh, all in the practice boy. squad, so it's, it just depends on who they pick. Please don't get hurt, Dobbs. Yeah, I think it'd be Sean Mannion because he's kind of been around there a bit more. Don't hurt the pastronaut. <laughs> that is a great uh, New name. Orleans O line is fairly
1: healthy. I will say that. Yeah, they're back to health. Cause they were really rough the other week. Man, um... New I
0: I don't New Orleans makes no sense to me sometimes. Well, they have a terrible
1: coach and a terrible OC and a bunch of stars. So, like, they're way underperforming, (laughs) but still doing okay. Their offensive scheme is so fucking stupid. Their play calling is abysmal. I hate watching them.
0: It does suck shit.
1: (laughs) It's like watching, like, that rich kid who gets a really nice car, but they can't drive. (laughs) So they're just, like, they crash it, like, four times a month, and they always just get it fixed.
0: I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, their offense is not good or imaginative. I, I don't, they're just running, like, basic, like, Ask Madden plays Yeah. every time.
1: No creativity. They're the dullest offense out there. And Carr mm-hmm. inexplicably just sucks for some time. I th- like,
0: I think he, I think he knows the offense is dumb. Maybe. I mean, that could be it. It's it From everything I can tell from him on field is that he's like constantly annoyed by like the result of plays. And it seems like he's right. annoyed because he's like, I know this won't work, but we are running it like <laughs> shit. So it seems like he's kind of aware a bit, but I'm, I'm not sure entirely. Like I don't, I mean, yeah, he's, he's looked rough. He's looked out of sync with everything. And I think I might just be like, not a great fit. And, I mean, like, it's, it's tough. It's There's a difference between, like, you're somewhere for a while and the OC changes versus, like, you're going to a new team. There's, like, there's so much more to adjust to. And I think, like, it being a bad fit and having everyone news is making it not good. Yeah, but, I mean, like, if you have Derek Carr and Chris
1: Olave, you should be able to come up with some offensive plays that just get the ball from car to Olave, and it oh, doesn't yeah, exactly. seem like it would be that difficult.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's Pete Carmichael, is it?
1: Yeah, he is so bad at his job. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Just having to watch one of their games was pain. Yeah,
0: I don't know why. Yeah, I basically, I took yeah, Minnesota,
1: because um, I just like Kevin O'Connell so much more than whatever the fuck they've got in new orleans
0: the coaching yeah like wise. he's gonna outdo dennis allen and then brian flores is gonna outdo pete carmichael yeah oh like god yeah it's 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 a coaching mismatch and I, i'm i really hope it comes out that way on paper like there's not like it's not really like a player match of think there's, there's nothing again like looking at my stuff and like looking at everything i've like gone through no, There's I mean, nothing if- that's really like if Doug Peterson
1: was the coach of the Saints alone now they'd probably win this game
0: yeah like <laughs> the new orleans pass catchers are a lot better than the minnesota secondary like that should yes. be the win <laughs> yes but it won't be for whatever reason that that's the tilting part like we should be able to confidently pick new orleans but we can't and that's pretty that's pretty much in line with our preseason take yeah <laughs> Uh, New Orleans, you're boring. Uh, uh-huh. so, I mean, I I mean, uh, anyway, fantasy wise, I'm going with Chris Olave here. Yep. Still, like, I the, the the targets are there every single week, and that's about as much as you can ask for when you've got a good receiver getting targets from a competent quarterback, generally competent, I should, I'll say. Yeah. In In this week, what is a good matchup? So, but can I can I ask you how you feel about Alvin Kamara? No. <laughs> I you cannot can ask you. <laughs> ask. Um Last week was his worst week since coming back too, is the weird part. Which is so ridiculous.
1: And the, it, we know what the problem is. It's big, it's white, it's Mormon. It doesn't drink coffee. <laughs> and it loves to vulture touchdowns from other deserving players.
0: Can it, can I posit this though? <laughs> Flores knows what he's doing on defense. He does. So that might be, like, what we need because if every time Taysom has a good game, I think we can point to the other side having incompetent coaching for the most part. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. That hurts against the Falcons. Like, every time Taysom plays the (laughs) Falcons, he does well. That one's just a thing. But otherwise, it's usually like the coaches are like, oh, what's this guy doing? How do we stop (laughs) this? Like... (laughs) Just fucking this is a power blitz, run blitz his ass. Like
1: to the left guard, of the a gap Yeah, the Just, gap, just
0: yeah. zoom at him and tackle him. Like Oh God, it's infuriating. It's it's really yeah, it's really tough. If Brian so,
1: Flores is competent enough to know how to stop it, are the Saints competent enough to know not to keep trying is the question.
0: They so like when it, <laughs> they, they they when it's working, they roll with him, but like or like early early parts of the season when it didn't work they they didn't force it. So, like, I think they might go away from it if someone can stop it. They just the last three weeks, it hasn't really been stopped. It's the <laughs> fucking frustrating part. So, um. That gives me some hope. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it was like three years ago, Kamara had that, like, six touchdown game against the Vikings, I believe it was on Christmas. Yeah. So, I'm not calling for that, but that'd be nice. Yeah,
1: that gives me some
0: hope. Taysom um, Hill was just. All- so for for Minnesota, we we won't have Justin Jefferson back yet, but Addison's been balling out. Actually, like I realized he's only had one game under 10 DraftKings points this year, which is pretty impressive as, nice. as a rookie receiver. And then um Akers tore his other Achilles, I think it was, I guess. Yeah. Poor guy. So, I mean, yeah, Matt, Madison's going to get a lot of work. Or is it Ty Chandler? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'll get some, but he probably will get some. I think it'll be a lot of Madison again. And yeah. the rushing touchdowns will come. Last week, Dobbs got one, but <laughs> eventually Madison can score, right? Eventually. I uh, I added running backs into my uh, hair yards thing. And as far as like rush touchdown, rush yards go, Madison is the number one on like should have a touchdown by now. Um, The next two guys are Bijan and James Cook. I, I did, I did add something in for, um, receiving touchdowns. Cause Cook, or sorry, cause Madison has, wow, well, that's, that's a funny way to slip that. I'm thinking Madison and I just talked about James Cook. So I said Cook, a Dalvin Cook. Anyway, um, <laughs> overall, like if you were factored receiving touchdowns, Javante is actually the most I ever do but.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know, maybe this is the week
0: for regression to hit for
1: these running backs. Cause there are already two or three guys on this list. You've mentioned that I think you're going to get in the end zone this week.
0: hmm But... I don't know yeah, about this, that. <laughs> this, this game is kind of a, a tough read for me because, like, we've got what should happen based on matchup, but the Zaynts have not shown enough competency to make that, like, work, and this game has kind of fuckery written all over it.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you, I don't know if people realize how big of an L it is to beat Chicago by seven points with the team that they have.
0: Oh, yeah, that's the thing. That was, like, not a convincing win at all. I got so overlooked. <laughs> that's
1: p- fucking pathetic. The Bears are awful. They're using Tyson Bajent as quarterback. They don't even have Justin Fields. and You barely beat them with a completely healthy slew of some of the better wide receivers. Like, they have a... An amazing wide receiver group, especially at this point in the year, where a lot of teams are like hurt or healthy. You could even argue that this week they have the best wide receiver core of any NFL team.
0: Yeah, but between teams on buying guys <laughs> hurt, yeah, like they are very
1: up there. <laughs> that's so fucking sad. Like at home against Chicago, that's 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 such an L. Oh, my God, that score should have been 38-17.
0: I'm looking through, and I'm like, I think you're right. Like, <laughs> this yeah, is, I because, think, like, the Vikings are missing Jefferson. Seattle? I think Seattle's you the only. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. but, like, Olave Thomas-Shahid is, like, a pretty solid 1-2-3. <laughs> yeah, and that's without counting Kamara, who's,
1: you know, half-wide receiver anyway.
0: Yeah, so... Yeah, it's pretty much Denver, Seattle, which is very funny. Anyway, yeah, like, these teams, like, at least Minnesota, like, it's very condensed, I think, to Madison, uh, ha- Madison, Addison, and Hawk right now. And we know Dobbs loves his tight ends. Like, Dobbs came in and brought Hawk to life. So, <laughs> I mean, oh, it's I those, it. yeah, I think that though, that core three from Minnesota, I think you can go through just because it's been so, it's got to be so condensed.
1: Like shit. If Paulson Adebo doesn't play this game, like doesn't play against Chicago, they lose, right? Because he had two of the turnovers. Chicago still had almost four hundred yards of offense. They had more first downs. That's yeah. So he had two picks, Oh yeah. my god! So. I'm definitely <laughs> taking Minnesota. I, the Saints are so. They're all my their home coaches are so
0: bad. They are. <laughs> I love it. Um, I but. do too. Next up, we have got Tennessee at Tampa Bay. I'm a little torn. I'll probably be in Tennessee. Uh, you're on Tennessee as well. I've got the over here of 39. Uh, Tampa's favored by one. This is a major, major pass funnel spot for Tampa. Yep. They're in a terrible run spot. I think for both of them. Yeah. So the <laughs> yeah Tampa's in a really good pass spot and a terrible run spot. So super super pass funnel for them. T- Tennessee's is weird because uh, Tampa's is a little skewed. With Vita Vea being in and out. So, like, the run matchup doesn't look bad. It actually looks decent. But, like, eye test and injury stuff, like, puts me to thinking there's a little more there than the numbers are exactly showing. And, like, we've seen Tampa just be, like, last week. I mean, obviously it's not going to happen again, but there's such a pass funnel when when their defensive front's healthy, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, especially with uh who was it, Jamal Dean. I wonder if he's gonna be back. He's yeah, had I'm a concussion. To... So he is still so, questionable.
0: Carlton Davis is a game time decision with a toe issue. Um Josh A's defensive back, I assume I think he's a backup, but they need their depth this week. Uh yeah. He's out. Um he he's listed as the nickel backup, but I, I assume they move him around if they need. Um <laughs> Okay, that's phone. Uh, Matt Feeler is <laughs> doubtful. Yeah. Every time it makes me laugh. Uh, Jamel Dean. Yeah, he's questionable. Um, he got a full practice in Friday, so he might be back. Depends on how he gets through the protocol. Did he get, He got concussed during the game too. Like, so we don't really see a lot of like one week turnaround stuff like that. So that would be sort of surprising, but that's something that's something we'll have with that first round of inactives. Um, we've also got uh, a Klyra Logan Hall, questionable and then Trey Palmer questionable um so a lot of important defensive <laughs> tidbits here for Tampa yeah so like if they're missing I mean, Hall this... and Canty, that's actually pretty rough
1: yeah this kind of screams a, a like a Levis to D-Hop kind of game
0: yeah oh. like part, part of my concern like is if they're missing Canty and Hall like the run game's gonna be a yeah lot the run easier game too. will
1: be fine yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah this is one of these like where I was looking into it I'm like it's not i I think I think a lot of what's skewing my numbers is, is Tennessee's offense like it, i i don't I wish I had a week by week so I could just do like the last two weeks for each team, but i am right. expecting this to be pass funnel for Tennessee's offense too
1: yeah that's that's kind of where I'm at. Tampa's just they're stronger up front with their front seven anyway. That's kind of how it seemed all year at least mm. um and last week, the Texans can't really run anyway. So,
0: exactly. it makes sense
1: that they just went full pass. So I do think Henry is probably viable, uh, but it probably will turn into a little bit more of an air show.
0: I mean, yeah, I'm I'm expecting that. Um, looking at stuff with this game because this is one I was kind of interested in. Um, nothing really stuck out like pace wise for them, but like it, it is the funnel, especially for Tampa. Um and their defense is a funnel so like I'm I'm very interested in this game just on that note I there's a lot of value in this game too with um know, yeah, I mentioned Trey Palmer and then of course Kyle Phillips who got a lot going last week and I I assume as he's getting healthier like they'll get him worked in more I mean because he he didn't play a ton last week he only got like 30 percent of the snaps but he got what it was like five for. Yeah, you got four for 68 on five targets. So I imagine they'll work him in more now with Burks out. And they're going to be like, oh, this is Chris Moore we're playing. Okay, we don't have to play him. So, <laughs> and they're like, Chigs cheat. So this is a very affordable Tennessee stack. Like, obviously you're playing DeHop, but DeHop's not even expensive. Like, when, if you do Levis, DeHop, and one of these other guys, like, you still have a ton of money to work with. True. Um, I'm having a hard time deciding between Godwin and Mevins here. Do you have any lean?
1: I would say Mevins, actually. I normally go Godwin. I don't think Godwin will be bad, but with Sean Murphy bunting out and Elijah Molden played in the slot, he's the free safety.
0: Oh yeah, they've shifted a lot around, yeah.
1: Yeah, it makes a little more sense that Tennessee's going to try to bottle up the middle of the field there.
0: Yeah, so um, yeah, on entries that you mentioned, Sean Murphy bunting, he's out. Brooks is out, of course. Uh, they're, um, they've got Nicholas petit Frere and uh, Daniel Brunskill out on the line. I can't remember if they're all starters or not. It's it's always hard to remember if all these linemen are starters sometimes, especially with teams like Tennessee that are always hurt. So those guys are currently listed as starters. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, But they lost so many guys during that prime time game. That was, like, the Pittsburgh game. Like, they had so many linemen go in and out the whole entire game. That was horrible, I know. Oh, That was that was brutal. I felt so bad for Ray Bull. He had that look on his face of just, like, kill me. Somebody please stay alive out there. <laughs> hmm Um, this is not a good matchup for Rashad White, but he always catches passes. Like, if he gets you five for 60 or 70 yards in the passing game, it doesn't matter as much if he only gets like thirty yards on the ground and like maybe scores. So, yeah, he he's definitely PPR viable, but I I, I far prefer a receiver run back in the, in the stack or like honestly, I'm like, do I go back to Baker again? It's it's a you know, I who might I
1: kind of like is um Tajay Spears in this one because all of Tampa Bay's linebackers are so pass rush. Like that's basically all they do. Yeah. If he gets the if he gets passes like his way, I don't really see anybody tackling him. Like this is a spot where <laughs> Spears can just house it.
0: I hope. He's had a lot of like not a lot. Of, he's had like two or three changes this year where like, he had, should have been touchdowns and they didn't connect. I'm like, oh my gosh. So, I'm kind of wondering because, like, Devin White has
1: no football instincts. And that's kind of why, you know, they aren't going to keep him probably after this year. Levante David and Shaq Barrett are literally pass rushers. So,
0: JTS is with, a pass rusher. With, <laughs> really? Yeah. Same yeah.
1: with JTS. So, like, your corner is going to have to make that tackle.
0: Mm-hmm. This is, is going to be really funny to see because Will Levis so far has demonstrated the, like, Um, I call it like the the big goofy white guy thing of, um, not sensing pressure whether it be to his help or detriment, (laughs) like just not really sensing it at times. So like, the Tampa Bay defense, like I'm sure at one or two points will like cause a fumble or like get a tip pick. Yeah, but he's also gonna just say like fuck it, DeAndre's down there somewhere and it'll (laughs) work. So yeah, exactly. mm Got to go. He also. Yeah. Also, Levis is fucking jacked. I didn't, remember, I didn't realize how jacked he was. Oh, dude, he is fucking vascular. He's felt. Yeah, he is. My boy's got those veins popping. <laughs> it's all that mayonnaise flowing through his veins. All that mayo in his coffee. <laughs> he's got. He's got that thick blood. Ew. <laughs> but, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like I like the over in this game. I think it'll be a fun one. Um, cheap stacks as well, at least for the Tennessee side. But moving on to. Probably game of the week uh, with Detroit at the Chargers. We both have Detroit here. forty and a half and a half total. Detroit favored by three. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown is very good <laughs> at football. He should have a very good game. And he should have a great game. Um, he's someone I would really want to get into my DFS lineups this week. I really like Laporta in this one. In fact, uh, I, I mean, I like Laporta. all the Lions.
1: Yeah. He's like my tight end one this week.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the Goff-Aminra-Laporta stack's not, like, too costly.
1: No, and it's pretty,
0: uh, reliable. Yeah, the tough parts, the, the run back, like, Keenan and Eckler are so expensive, because, like, I, I like Everett here, and I know, like, I figured you could bring him up too, but if you go Laporta, like, I don't, like, want to go too dead-end. So, like, yeah, how, how are you approaching this game?
1: So I do think that Herbert has a pretty good game. Um... In contrast to how I felt last week and Mm -hmm. what he did last week where I didn't think he... I do think he has a pretty good game. The Lions are definitely more front-heavy. The back end of their defense is not great. They did get some guys back after the bye week. So, like Cam Sutton, Brian Branch, Jerry Jacobs. They actually have a lot of their secondary back. Wow. Um, They're still missing Emmanuel Mosley and CJGJ, but it's not as bad. Yeah. With that being said, the Chargers are not going to be able to run for shit, Uh, so Eckler's ground game is going to be terrible. But his receiving game is going to be pretty good. <laughs> They're going to need that. You're going to see a good amount, I think, of Herbert scurries. The Lions are pretty bad against uh, containing rushing quarterbacks. That's been a thing. That was kind of like what led us to Lamar week against the Lions. Mm. And oh, yeah. <laughs> he really had a Lamar week, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he went nuts, dude. They smacked them. So I do think Herbert moves the chain with his legs. And I think he probably gets some of the receiving game a little bit uh, back to life because it wasn't there last week.
0: Yeah, this is one of those things where yeah, Detroit's good up front, but the Chargers like often just abandon that. So yeah. <laughs> like the matchup's good for them. Um, like I, Keenan's also in a great spot, of course. Like both both the primary receivers in this game are great spots. Um, Quentin Johnson, not not the not the guy last week. I don't know if I want to go to him here. Like, I feel like I would rather go Everett or Guyton, even. I was going to say Guyton. Because he uh, he got a decent amount of, like, work last week on the, like, snap-wise, I should say. He didn't get targeted a ton. I think he got targeted twice, but...
1: He's their fast guy.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, he he played 57% of the snaps last week. So, I mean, he's going to, like, I assume that's going to go up, and he'll be a pretty consistent number three for them. That's pretty good for uh, your first game back. Yeah. Actually, he has gone for so long. So, yeah. I mean, if he's getting, if he even gets 70%, um, given the rapport he's had with Herbert in the past, his role is a, like, you know, he doesn't need a ton of targets. Like, if he gets four targets and two connect, that could be a huge day at 3K. So, yeah, um, it's tough because, like, he's not my favorite 3K guy. Like, that's Kyle Phillips. But I think if, if you're stacking in this game and needing tally relief, I think he makes sense. I, I do like Guyton because
1: I saw him getting a lot of usage and it was his first game back. Um, and no offense to the Lions because I love them, obviously. But there's no one really in their secondary that can catch him.
0: Oh, no. Get, like... If he gets gone, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's what I'm kind of looking at. Like There there are a lot of like really cheap receivers that are in play this week. Like, you've literally got two 3K guys who are viable. Hey, there we go. Which is kind of funny. So, like, you yeah, you can stack this game up and do, like, Keenan and Amon Ra and just throw in, you know, uh, throw in Guyton and Kyle Phillips. And then you got Laporta in there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Laporta's expensive, but he's not the most expensive. Mm-hmm. It's actually like fifth, I think, on DK. If I can, remember. yeah, I
0: think I think it's like fifty seven hundred. So yeah, probably not too bad. Um, and like, if you want to do like, if you even want to do the Herbert triple stack, and just do like Keenan, Guyton, and Everett, and get real cheap down there, and then run it back with Amendraw, that saves you a lot of money. Yeah, but depends depends on what is your quarterback. Because like yeah, the 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 Herbert de Goff's also a, a money thing too. So yeah, this this will be a fun game though. This is definitely the game of the week. I. Uh, Honestly, I'm looking at it, I'm like sh- I might map during that first window and then watch the later games. Yeah. The first like I'll,
1: opening window's terrible.
0: Yeah. I like I'll I'll turn the T V back on, see if Tennessee is going well, I hope it will, and then like, alright, we've got the fun of the late window. But um next up we've got Atlanta at Arizona. We both have Arizona here, the total up to forty four. Atlanta's still favored.
1: I think this game's gonna be fun.
0: Yeah, and also Bijan is
1: gonna score this week.
0: Dude, he fucking better. <laughs> he really better. Um this uh this is a pretty good spot for Atlanta, like in general. Uh I was looking at it and it's kinda weird. It's a good uh it's a good run matchup for them, but also in some aspects it's also a decent pass matchup. Like Heineke should have time to get to London, yeah. who should win consistently. Arizona
1: and, has one pass rusher. Yeah. <laughs> like takes them from tampa i feel so bad for them they have like five meanwhile Decent they trade, have yeah. saving collins
0: yep that's, that's literally that's all they've got <laughs> so wow they're uh, really yeah hurt though
1: holy shit
0: but yeah so connor murray coming back that's the big thing good for marquise brown um they might have james connor back that's kind of one of the big things this week michael wilson's questionable um no no market here um DJ Humphreys is listed as questionable, but he didn't practice Friday, so I'm not expecting him back. Their center Tristan Colin, is out as well, so their line might be kind of fucked though. Is the their line is the pretty big, fucked? Yeah, that's but the problem is the Falcons have no pass rush, so yeah. Um,
1: and if they just had Grady Jarrett for this game, it would make a pretty big difference.
0: Yeah, what are you expecting from Kyler here? It's like that's I... the big thing here.
1: I think he's going to be rusty and miss some throws, but I also think that he's going to run a lot and he'll save the drives with that, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was like how much do you think he's going to how much Murray scurry do we get?
1: We're going to see a good amount of Murray scurry and he's still going to lob it up. Like I think he's going to have a pretty good day. That's kind of why I'm this game I'm a little interested in for dfs because i do think that the total is gonna keep moving up rightfully so
0: yeah i got the i got in on this one pretty early in the week on a bet um because literally from the start of the season i I feel like we nailed this on like if he comes (laughs) if he comes back at all it'll be for the falcons because they're not going to want to bring it back against the browns or the ravens which is literally what happened they saw the right he was probably ready but they saw the the Browns on the matchup and went oh fuck and so <laughs> yeah um, yeah I got the over on over on this early in the week when it was forty one and a half so oh beautiful that's yeah a fun he has one. no injury designation
1: so I think he is a hundred percent good to go
0: yeah like there's no chance they bring him back if he's not all good yeah I
1: definitely think he's gonna have the rusties a little bit. But I also think that he's gonna shake him off like halfway through the game.
0: Shake Like him I don't off.
1: think he's gonna be. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna be swift out there.
0: <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> it's
1: been a cruel summer.
0: Uh huh. I I think I think you're safe to go back to McBride this week as well. By the way, I've started him in our league because I lost Goddard. Uh, I'm glad I picked up McBride. But yeah, yeah. He he and Kyler have rapport. Um, good matchup. Yeah. How no. about this uh, Marquise Brown? Um it's a tough matchup outside, but that's what they do intrigues around. me.
1: Is because if he's on AJ Terrell, yes, press against Marquise Brown, he's gonna literally just fall over. But if he moves inside, they put him in the slot and move him around, he's got a pretty interesting case to be made because that over the middle area we know, like McBride. Yeah. Intriguing. no yeah like Mark he's East brown moves in there
0: yeah like, I, I i'm i'm playing him this week in leagues and he's pretty cheap in dfs like the he should have like i was looking through this as far as like, expected yard stuff goes he should have like 250 more yards than he does he's just had a lot of terrible passes come his way yeah so like, yeah even with the rust i think kyler will be a big improvement so i, I I'm, I'm good with him this week atlanta i'm really thinking it is gonna be like it really should just be Bijan in London. I'm okay <laughs> taking like, I'm okay using those guys in leagues in DFS, but mm-hmm. man, it's been a tilting experience. I, I'm growing tired of Arthur Smith. Not I'm, I'm not saying he's a shit coach. I'm just tired of him as a person. Like I, he just, just is kind an of a interesting
1: dick. case. Yeah. I think he is kind of a dick, which I also think you kind of need in a head coach. So I don't think he's like a bad leader, which we've seen with other guys. But I do think he does suffer from thinking he's the smartest guy in the room, as one of our friends said. I do think it's that's true. And, who
0: happens and... to look like him. <laughs> 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 um, Yeah, I, I'm with you. He's, depending on how this season goes, he might end up on his way to the bucket of good coordinator, not good head coach. I'm not, I'm not like calling that yet, but I think that's, potential yeah. path at this point given some of the stuff this year again they're only one game behind the Saints like they could easily make the win this division with the playoffs so I'm not like shitting on them yet but it, it, the usage of Bijan is stupid yeah the, the the stuff he mentioned about Algiers like it was literally just wrong like <laughs> Bijan's been better in every single metric you can look at and like pull like anything you pull out of your ass which he's doing like it'll say Bijan greater than sign Algiers like no matter yeah. what so, He's getting like five yards a carry. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Like no matter what the situation, like short yardage, like pass game, like literally anything, Bijan's doing better. It's yeah, but this is this is a fun game to get pieces of. But next up, we got a quickie: uh, Giants at Dallas, thirty-eight and a half point spread. Dallas favored by seventeen.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, I absolutely think if you have the The money for it in DFS, you should just take the Dallas defense. I know it's chalk. I know it's the most expensive. Um, But, like, Dallas could win by 40 points and not score an offensive touchdown. This is Tommy DeVito, who's unfortunately not Danny DeVito's son, (laughs) with a battle line against, like, a Cowboys team that just lost in such an excruciating way that wants to beat up on somebody. And we've seen how Dallas snowballs when they play bad teams. It just starts bad, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. The turnovers just get worse, and they're just pick-sixing and dancing all over the <laughs> field. Like I legitimately think that you might have to play Dallas defense this week to win in like certain contests because they might get 40 points.
0: That's definitely a thought that's occurred. Is, I want to see how popular they might them. be, because I don't think I don't think they're going to be popular. Uh, eh, they are kind of popular. Yeah, on dra- on on Fanduel they are. Let me see about DraftKings because they like they're expensive. I think everyone is like on board with like yeah they're gonna dominate. Um, like if I don't pick them, can I even win? Because they're okay, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, pop- they're popular on DraftKings. So yeah, they are they are the most popular choice. Yeah. It just yeah. I mean, look at the first game
1: they had against the Giants, and this is now worse for the yeah.
0: Giants. Yeah, yeah. So the the, the Cowboys' <laughs> defense is a smidge worse, but the Giants' offense is also worse. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's tough. It's it's a very hard conundrum for me because like I, I hate 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 playing expensive chalk defense because like you you need defensive touchdowns for that to work out. Yeah, but there's such there seems like such a high likelihood. I know where, like they probably get seven sacks and two picks. Yes, or or something like that. Like they they're gonna generate like eleven fantasy points worth of defensive shit aside from anything else. And it, even at that point, it's like okay, uh, if 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 you're if your player who costs four point four gets you eleven or twelve, it's you're like, okay, that's fine. Like, it could have been better, but, like, not going to kill me. And so, I think that's pretty much what you're looking at as, like... I, th- I think the floor is probably 10. And that's pretty good. Right. Yeah, I know. It would be insane if it, like... If something else occurred. Um, I don't... I'm not going to force it. Like, okay. If if I go into a lineup, I'm like, oh, like, I just need to, like, drop this guy down to get 300 for this. Then I'll, I'll do it. But... The I mentioned the Bengals defense is like one that's way cheaper on DraftKings. Like you're right. saving sixteen hundred. Like that's that's a sizable chunk. So it's true.
1: Like I think there are good cheap options
0: this week. Yeah, like for it'll probably be Bengals for me if I don't go Cowboys, just because like looking at roster percentages and stuff. Um, it's you know three of the most popular options are from that game. We've got. Right now, like, Chase for to play, it's, like, on DraftKings is going, like, Chase and, you know, Hollywood and Dell and Boyd in the top four. And then, like, a couple down is Trent and Irwin. And a couple more down is Noah Brown. Like, going to running back. Joe Mixon. Pollard. Singletary. Like, so, the Bengals-Houston game is so popular. And then quarterback, Burrow. I mean, I would rather just go, This I think the Cincy defense gets you a lot of leverage, And they might be a little popular, but I think it's just like if the Bengals defense pops off, we're saying that game, Houston doesn't do the stuff, and then if the Bengals get a touchdown, it takes away from all those guys who are popular, too, which is pretty much what I was doing last week with going the Philly defense. So that's probably what I'll do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they they got enough sacks. Like They got like the three sacks at the end or something that helped me a lot to pull that together. Man, their defense is not good, though. We'll get to them in a... Well, actually, they're on by, We won't get to them, but... Their defense is not it. I do also want to say I'm pretty
1: wary of playing Dak this game. Not because the matchup isn't super easy, which
0: it is. He might not have to do much. He just might not have to do anything. Yeah. So that, that brings me to Pollard. Like, he is so <laughs> overdue for a touchdown. Um, <laughs> it's an know. easy matchup. Does, like It's basically like, does he get there before it gets out of hand is the way it... Is what you face with this. I do think... That is likely. He scored on him um, the first twice. The first time they played, mm-hmm. yeah. He's so, so I he probably does get he, at least one. Yeah, he's seven three on draft on DraftKings. The conundrum for me there is that he's just above ETN, who has been on a fucking tear lately. He Holy has. shit, he's been insane. And so, like, that's one. where it's like, okay, like you know, Ross percentage wise. Like I mean, they're both kind of popular, but you know Pollard's more popular. And like I even like Kenneth Walker in our next game, which I I guess our decision here is like, what's the confidence level of Dallas guys getting there before it gets out of hand? And that's that it sounds like it's pretty much like Tony Pollard and the defense. And yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Tony but, Pollard and uh, the defense. Mm-hmm. Dak so, will probably
1: be fine. He's just not gonna. He's not playing the fourth quarter of this game. <laughs>
0: cooper rush baby <laughs> we got a showdown popping cooper rush for this game i, I was
1: actually thinking about <laughs> saying that because he is going to be playing the last quarter yeah
0: because he'll, he'll be like the 6k like dk price and if you get like nine points from him hey not bad for the 6k there on showdown right um but next up we've got washington at seattle for this last 4 p.m game we both have seattle 44 and a half total seattle favored by six um it's dk week he should smash. Like they, they DK, they're yeah. one of the uh the good pass matchups. I saw this matchup and
1: immediately my brain went, it's DK time.
0: Yeah, the because
1: uh... Uh, this Washington secondary just loves to get burned by man eater, which kind of sounds weird, but man coverage eater.
0: eater. Man <laughs> eater
1: <laughs> But yeah, man coverage eating wide receivers and
0: I'm looking weekend.
1: for a big-bodied wide receiver who's really physical, big, yeah, and destroys man coverage. You know anyone like that?
0: Um, <laughs> hmm. I mean, who who else beats corners? We've seen beats quarters. We've seen you know AJ Brown crush quarters. Right, right. Uh, is, so there someone, someone is there someone he went to school with that you know might fit that bucket? Someone kind of <laughs> like AJ Brown. But even Buffer.
1: But you know what, we, you know, don't forget, like, if that team defending him ha- could get pressure on the quarterback, that would be really bad. So it would yeah. be terrible if they just traded away all their edge rushers.
0: <laughs> yeah, this this is a great Geno Smith bounce back, man. It should be. I know. He's, he had a rough time last week. I, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he and DK should pop off. Yeah. <laughs> um. I do want to add in, I do have interest in Kenneth Walker as well, by the way. Um, oh, sure. Just on the premise of watching Ramon Jay last week, I'm like, if this was Kenneth Walker, like, <laughs> this would be 200 yards for Kenneth Walker that day. I mean, without, without those guys up front, like, it's so easy for an O-line to just get a ton of push. And, like, the the issue for Kenneth Walker is, like, is there an opening? So, like, there will be openings this game. <laughs> There will be openings. They'll have to go to the outside, but that's okay
1: because that's kind of where Seattle's line is the strongest.
0: Yeah. So I, I think we could see a pretty efficient hand walker day, but I mean, yeah, like Walker and DK should smash. I, um, my, my, one of my actually concerns with Walker is this game getting out of hand. I think Seattle should kind of crush this game. Yeah. I did think about that and like Charbonnet getting in. Yeah. But he's been getting more work anyway, too. He's someone, like, if you've got him in your league and you, like, are in need of a flex for a back, like, I'm cool with him. Yeah, I agree with you there. He's he's only 4-2 on DraftKings. If there weren't so many cheap receivers this week, I would, just, I would suggest Charbonnet. I would rather play him than Singletary. I'd rather save five hundred and play Charbonnet than Singletary. <laughs> if probably, that's no discussion,
1: I absolutely would. I don't know why I said probably. What? I absolutely would.
0: Naji's Naji's only two hundred more. I'd rather pay two hundred more and go Naji, which tells you a lot about what I think of Singletary this week. There's just Singletary. no ceiling there. Yeah, he, right. <laughs> that's that's the issue. Like they don't throw to the running backs enough there for it to, like, be a thing where, like, oh, PPR is way there, like Rashad White, like White does. Like, that just don't happen there. just don't happen. Mm-hmm.
1: um Washington side, I kind uh. of, like, don't hate this game for a, a very select few. um right. I think Howell will be able to stay upright, which is important, because Terry's going to have his hands full, and so will Dotson. But Curtis Samuel, if he's playing, should be able to get open, as well as Logan Thomas. But I'm thinking more of dump offs to Gibson and Robinson. And this, scoots from this Howell. is this a game like. If, I don't think they're going to be able to if, put pressure on Howell very easily.
0: If this game stays close, I do like Robinson a lot, actually. Like, Seattle's now a run funnel. So. Yeah. It's so funny how it's flipped. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, it's like. Speaking of funnels, like, yeah, Seattle's pass game looks great here on that front too just another note on them but yeah so i i do like b rob here some he he like he has a lot of 8 point games and like 12 point games and he will occasionally have that like 25 point game right and, I and if this like game also like gibson for receptions he's been like getting more involved lately he's
1: like my sneaky flex play is gibson this week
0: he uh Let's see. He got um, five targets last week. The last two weeks, he's gotten five targets each of those weeks. Um, Curtis said Miller got some limiteds in, so I think he'll be back.
1: Like, I'm kind of wondering if... the I don't think this game will quite be able to pop off because of Seattle's secondary. Mm-hmm. But I do think that this will be fairly high scoring because I think Seattle puts up 30. But I don't think Washington yeah. puts up less than 20. They're going they to have to pass don't. a
0: lot, too. Yeah
1: exactly and terry McLaurin, like devon weatherspoon's been really good but i do think terry can beat him every now and then and same with dotson like
0: they're both capable guys mhm cuz yeah, not be... going to be that efficient cuz yeah this this has been in the slot a lot right is that has that what they've done with him um, i thought, they I thought, thought michael jackson
1: was in the slot now
0: um they they do move him don't they yeah they they hold on they they've we went through this once like a couple weeks ago and realized they'd moved everybody yeah let me let me pull this back up again. Tariq Woolen definitely
1: stays on the outside. Yes,
0: that's one we know. He <laughs> um, will
1: probably be with uh,
0: Dotson, but he could also
1: be with Terry.
0: Yeah, are they are they playing sides there or shadowing? I thought they did more sides. Mo- that's the, that's the most common thing. Like, there's not much shadowing anymore. They, yeah, they do sides. I'm sorry, this guy's got the greatest name ever. Who? Right defensive
1: end for the Seattle Seahawks. Latrell Bumphus.
0: <laughs> bumphus Bumpus. That's great. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway. So, um, all right. So, Devon Witherspoon, uh, week four and week six played almost exclusively slot. Week seven played more out wide in some slot. Week eight played an even mix. Week nine played more slot. And then, like basically, two thirds slot, a third out wide. So it has been a mix. Woolen, yeah, all outside. Uh, Trey Brown has been um, pretty much all outside. Was he might? I think he might have gotten hurt a bit or something. He didn't play as much in week six and seven. So and it's been a, it's been a little hodgepodge of stuff. It kind of sounds I like Tariq Woolen stays
1: on a side, and then Devon Witherspoon follows the number one wide out if they move from side to slot. Maybe yeah, or like it Which might just be on who's healthy Terry. too. Yeah, yeah.
0: That, that too. Yeah, they <laughs> Seattle gets gets a little freaky with it. Uh, oh yeah, dude, the, the depth chart's a little misleading on some of it. That's why I was like, <sighs> cause they they like to shift that. So I'll watch yeah. this one
1: and try to figure out if he does move with the uh, with Terry or something.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, that that would make sense. Like, basically yeah, having Woolen cover one side, and it's like okay, with spoon like. Take the next next best guy and then follow him, right? But th- this should be an exciting game. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Sunday night though, our 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 team is face off here, man. We got the Jets <laughs> at the Raiders here. Thirty six and a half point total. What a what juicy a game! One there. Um, we're both taking the Jets. <laughs> um, kind of. I'm not very confident. They're favored I'm more by so one. We're so
1: taking them because, like. They just sucked. Ergo, if I were to expect them to suck, they won't. I, it, they'd love to do this fuckery with me. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm not very yeah. confident. They looked really bad. They're, they had one of the worst offenses I think I've ever watched, like in terms of discipline and sloppiness and all that.
0: It was really bad. Um. <laughs> it was horrendous.
1: And Max Crosby is going to be in Zach Wilson's lap every single play
0: can we about like a game sack total like
1: <laughs>
0: I, that's what's gonna be great
1: is the we,
0: that over yeah there's gonna be a lot of sacks like got a like rookie and aiden o'connell we got zach wilson like the jets defense against aiden o'connell i think is kind of the kicker for me here
1: it's gonna be rough for both teams to do anything offensively
0: yeah and with that like akin to the Steelers like when it's going to be low gross I'll take the Jets that's like their the element so, and Colton Miller is also uh, doubtful by the way oh damn um, Marcus Peters is questionable Jakob Johnson is questionable um, so yeah Billy Turner is getting surgery on his finger um, so yeah he's not playing Chas Surratt out uh, no, no Dwayne Brown he's um, still out huh god damn They designated him to
1: return, but he's still not playing.
0: Yeah, as next week, the last week, he has to get back. I think so. Yeah, so a lot of injuries here. I don't – actually, no, I like one person. I like Brees. This is a, like, run funnel game, like, big, big time here. Um, Obviously, O-line injuries kind of make it a bit tough, but you could run on the Raiders. This is a good, like, run spot for the Jets here, but like, for my matchup here. And, like – The Jets have had line issues all year, so I'm not really, like, thinking it's a huge factor on on the stats here. Um, It's not a good run spot for the Raiders, or a good pass spot. It's not... It's bad. It's just bad for the Raiders here. (laughs) Um, It it shows as a quote-unquote bad pass spot, but um, that's more of a pressure and Zach Wilson thing than the Raiders' corners. So, the Jets should plan to run, they should be able to run, and that's kind of going to be it, like... And again, in a game that is this low and gross, the team I think will have more success. More success running is the team I'm going to go with. I do think. I mean, I, yeah,
1: that that's a good point. I I think both defenses are probably viable.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I I picked up the Raiders defense in a league, and I'm using it for a couple weeks. Like, if, if you do a showdown of this game, I think you need both of them. <laughs> there
1: might be so many turnovers in this game, especially if like Marcus Peters is playing dude marcus peters against zach wilson is fucking
0: hilarious see this this is a game where which hilariously after we mentioned not one of the defenses carolina got a defensive score but um <laughs> aside from that there was no defensive action well that was special teams so there was no defensive action um yeah and it was all kickers this is the flip side of that this is right. i don't really feel interested in the kickers but like yeah the defenses should get some shit going
1: there's going to be sacks and fumbles. Zacky Poo's going to be pooing all over his Zackies. Oh, God.
0: Yeah, this, is <laughs> this a game's game. going to
1: be like, I might get really drunk to watch this. I think it'll be fun or some <laughs> substance. I don't
0: know. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make some sort of game out of it. <laughs> Take it a shot get...
1: every time there's a turnover and you're just like lit by the end of the first quarter. <laughs>
0: I'm just going to put the hospital like, on the line ahead of time. <laughs> Oh, man, I, did I have a, I'm like, if if we took a shot for every turtler in this game, there's a chance it could be, like, six or seven shots Oh, definitely,
1: absolutely, because you know Wilson's going to have one at least, right?
0: That's that's very generous to only say <laughs> one <laughs> One fumble <laughs> One fumble, pick, at least, yeah. yeah, one of each, one of each And then Connell, I don't know, he might have one, he's been pretty I've... good, though I think he's more likely to, like, pile up some fumbles. Like, I think we could see him get two fumbles. Mm, Yeah, this game's going to be hilarious uh,
1: for all the wrong reasons.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is just one where if you've got, like, Jacobs, Devontae, Brees, I will say it's tough to take them out, but it's tough because we already had form play, but, like, I'm thinking about, like, the line for Jacobs for me here, like...
1: I would say play the running back on the team you
0: think wins. Jacobs is going to get so many touches, though, that it may not, like, matter. He is, yeah. So, but anyway, this will be, be entertaining, if not, if not good, so probably just entertaining. <laughs> um, lastly, we've got the Monday night game of Denver at Buffalo because the NFL didn't learn their lesson about putting Denver in primetime um, or putting just <sighs> multiple teams in primetime that don't have stud quarterbacks. It's kind of, you know. Uh, anyway buffalo we've got them winning they're favored by 7 it's a 46 and a half total so denver's defense hasn't been as shit lately so my sheets are telling me like buffalo is going to crush everything <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, the the denver defense hasn't been as atrocious lately it has
1: not in fact i think they're going to keep this closer than people would like to think about
0: okay i was thinking that too i'm glad i'm not alone there
1: yeah i i'm still taking the bills but this is a one score win for me with the bills i don't think it's a blowout i think javante williams probably has a pretty good day and same with jaleel mclaughlin um the bills have looked kind of off and Mm -hmm. they haven't Outside of Miami, like, since Miami, they have not blown anybody out. In fact, every game has been basically six. Actually, have they all been six? No, these two were five, and these were,
0: yeah. Five, 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 four, four six, six. So, less than a touchdown, yeah. Yep. So, I actually don't hate if you want to
1: take Denver to cover. I'm not going to do it, because (laughs) fuck Denver and Sean Payton. But, uh, Buffalo has not convinced me that they're legit yet. They need to win this game.
0: Oh, desperately. Yeah.
1: yeah, If they want to stay in contention. So I do think they still win. Denver's not like a powerhouse or anything, but they're better and Buffalo's not playing great. I think Denver is better than people realize like, Oh, the chiefs, Mahomes was sick. So that was just a fluke game. Um, they, they've gotten better. They're no longer
0: complete garbage. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately. I wish they were. <laughs> um yeah, in this game, I like both running backs. Um both are overdue and both see good matchups. Um Yeah. Like you you could you can still run on Denver. The problem the problem is the Bills don't always run. But James Cook has been good. I think they're finally realizing they shouldn't be ramming Matavius like matavius murray that is honestly <laughs> accurate at this point matavius murray at the goal line that's not like they should be doing because you know we have we had that rant um james cook yeah he's he's good he's overdue for touchdown everything on my like my line matchup sheet tracks for them so I'm, I'm on board with him and he's getting work too like i don't think he's gonna get taken out at the goal line so taking him out for pass pro stuff which fair but I really want to see what they do at the goal line this week. Like, if they just if they'll actually get Cook back in, that would be nice. It's time yeah. to not use Latavius for that. Yeah, the problem is like they want him in to pass bro, and like they like the you know they like to pass out the goal line, and so that makes it a weird situation. But I think at some a certain point they just got to say like, okay, this is limiting us too much. Are they going to use Fournette? I haven't seen anything about um, him since they signed. He's him. on the practice squad. Currently, still, so like I don't know if he's been brought up yet or not. I think we'd that might be something we see day of Later. or day before. Okay. Um, and then I I like Javante a lot too. I'm I'm with you there. He uh also falls in the overdue category. He's, he's been looking he's been looking better lately. He's been looking more like himself. Um, mm-hmm. like that last game, some like I, more of his like you know power was back. Um, right. Yeah, he, he looks he, he, more like the Javante we know and love. Yeah, and. This is a good run matchup, actually. Like the, this is this is one where I'm like my sheets don't say it, but I'm just like, it is because of the injuries that uh, Buffalo's had, the decline of um, of their like, you know I think Poyer and then um, just Denver kind of improving some. It's been it's a it's a decent run spot, and like some of the numbers do say it's a good spot. Like the line yards aren't great, but it's actually good in like every other category with like running back yards, power of success, open field second level so i i I do think that it's actually solid javante spot as well yeah and uh i just wanted to mention i don't know
1: what's going on with von miller uh but he might be cooked he was getting beat by jonah williams like that's last week yeah i don't know if he's just not going 100 percent and he's just taking it easy it didn't really look like Von Miller. I was like, This is not right. What the fuck's going
0: on? So he He's, he's getting in, owned by Jonah Williams. Yeah, he's played forty and thirty four percent of the snaps the last couple of weeks. Um he and AJ and Panessa have been pretty much like matching snaps and then we get some Shaq Lawset in. But I've yeah. He got hurt and it might have just been the one that kinda takes it from him. I hope I mean, not. But also I mean shit. he's like what, thirty seven? I think oh, he he's like 34. 44. Yeah, I was gonna guess thirty five, but like I thought he was older. There's someone else I mixed him up with, but he's thirty four. I mean, he's been in the league forever. He has, twenty eleven. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude's a fucking baller. So yeah, if if this is it, he's had a great career. I like I always hope it's not it. Like i hope he is okay, but he does not look like it.
1: Yeah, he doesn't look like himself. But maybe he's just taking it easy, you know.
0: Yeah, like, I wonder if they like, I really wonder if they'll put him on IR again or something and let him get fully, fully healthy until the playoffs. Because, like, well, actually, no, they can't do that because they, they started him on IR, brought him up. I don't think they can put him back on, can they? Maybe? I'm not sure. not for the same injury. Can. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that, it, that might be it. <laughs> they might just say, like, hey, give us what you can, but it's not been great. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes for them. But, um, yeah, like, like the running backs here. Uh, Receiver-wise, aside from digs, are you looking at, like, Kincaid or Gay more? Um, And then anybody on Denver, like, receiver-wise, where are you at there?
1: Denver's tough because I don't quite know what's going to happen with uh, Rasul Douglas and, like, where he's going to line up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just because he's so new to the team. Um, I would say I find it hard to not play Kincaid from here on out. He has just become such a favorite of Jalen's and he's not really a blocker. So he's kind of has the Evan Ingram thing, but he's like stronger than Evan Ingram, Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is funny. He's just like (laughs) trunkier. Uh, Great Jackson um... is still suspended. So that's kind of why, like, I think Kincaid still probably goes with Rasul Douglas on the bills. I'm not sure who I like on the Broncos.
0: So um, I was looking like through the injuries and stuff. So, uh, Buffalo, so the 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 logos are like both like animals and they're facing the same direction and it's throwing me off and the colors are similar schemes so it's it's messing with me they both have that same blue <coughs> then an orange and a red uh, and they're both buzz, buzz. so anyway, <laughs> um, buzz. <laughs> Buffalo um, is probably gonna be missing Christian Benford and Micah Hyde neither practice oh, wow. Friday and then um, Terrell Bernard I think starts to get through concussion protocol fully so. They could be down a lot of guys. Interesting. I mean, yeah, no Benford and no Hyde. Like, that's big in the secondary. No is no Benf- good for their foot No, game.
1: uh, what's his name? No Bernard would be pretty big for Javante.
0: Yeah, so, like, it's kind of a lot of to work out for him. So, like, Benford, like, I, I, I guess Russell Douglas is going to have to play a lot now. Like, so, he'll, he'll be stepping right in on that other corner slot. So, so yeah, It's going be, gonna to be him and Dane Jackson on the outside, I guess. And then for, uh... Denver injury wise, um, still no Greg Dulcich. He uh, they they put him back on IR or something it was. Um, or no, he they, they took him off IR and he got hurt again, so he's just been out. Yeah, and is, yeah they brought him back too soon from the hammy. Um, otherwise, I think they're pretty solid unless there's someone who won on IR I missed. But ah uh, no, they they look healthy. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, so I mean that's probably coincides with them looking a little better. But yeah, um. This will be an interesting uh, primetime one. I, th- I think we're gonna have a weird lineup with both running backs, but yeah, they both catch patches. It's okay.
1: I would take the Broncos tight end in this if they it had was one worth really, using. yeah, something like <laughs> if they had a good
0: tight end. This would be such a great matchup. Mm-hmm. I don't love Adam Troutman. Do you, do you think that coming out of the bye, there's a chance we get more Marvin Mims?
1: God, I hope so. Because, I mean, if, if Rasul Douglas is on Cortland Sutton, your options are now Jerry, Judy, and Marvin Mims, and you're playing against a team that likes to chuck it deep, do the same thing, chuck it deep, hit Mims, do it, Put
0: in yeah. Mims. Yeah, week eight was, was his most uh, participant week, he outsnapped snapped Lil' Jordan Humphrey, had a season high in snaps with 28, so... We are not going to stop 99%. asking
1: for Mims, so just do yeah, it. We'll,
0: we'll see. We'll see. I ho- I hope we finally get some more. That would be that'd be a nice unveil, you know. Pull pull out an upset over the Bills in prime time with Marvin Mims there, you know. We'll see. Use the Yugin. but anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, this was this was a doozy. Uh, we are we are in line this week though, so I think that's a good sign um, on our yeah. game picks, but. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, we just had our article for the Thursday game. We couldn't really get a time to record in, but uh, it was not a fun game to talk about. And we kind of wrote about Foreman and Thielen, and those were kind of the main guys for each team. For spe- yeah. The special teams touchdown was, a, you know, those are always kind of fluky, and that ruined some other stuff. But yeah, the the, for, the Foreman matchup was kind of the most obvious one that worked out. But you can find that article and more that will come at uh, mazziandthemuscle.com uh mozzie and the muscle is also where you can find us on instagram and you can find us on twitter at mozzie and muscle uh thank you all for tuning in and we will be back soon